I told you that one. I uh, shared my location with you. I don't know if you got it, but I, I did. Just, yeah, I, did. I wasn't I was, sure if you remembered how to get to this place. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a while. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, some of us have to work nine to five jobs, John. What is that supposed to mean? I well, work. I know you do, but not nine to five. <laughs> no. When was the last time you had a nine to five job? Oh God, come on now. Uh, front runners. So Brentwood, thirty years Mark ago. San yep. Thirty years. Yep. Well, it must be nice. Yeah. You know? Fuck that nine to five life. It's not for me. I know it's not. Yeah, I know. But kicking I'm here your, now. It's kicking your ass lately, though, huh? Everything's <laughs> kicking my ass lately. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but no. You know what? I'll tell you. Life is good. Life is really fucking good right now. So I like can't that. Complain. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking good. You've dropped some pounds. You're in yeah. the gym. You're eating right. Minus the Jamba Juice that I'm forcing down your. Brought to you by Jamba Juice. How are they not a sponsor? What is it going to take? I'm good for three or four of these a week. It's bullshit. Don't let Vanessa know that. No. Well, <laughs> well she knows anyway because she when knows. she yeah. as well, soon she as checks John the mail, a yeah. card, she sees it all. She sees it all. The, she the, sees it all. Text message comes in. I want to tell you about our guest today. Okay. But tell before me. I formally introduce him, I want to I want to paint a little picture for you. All right. As you know, I grew up in Brentwood. Yes. Mm-hmm. In OJ's house before OJ lived there. A lot of people don't know that. Yep. And uh, yeah, a lot of the. A lot of older uh, people have been listening for a while, though. You know what? We always make jokes on how we don't have a lot of listeners. I actually looked the other day. We have a lot of new fucking listeners in crazy places. South Africa, Wyoming. You know, like how, like, <laughs> South Africa and Wyoming yeah, go, yeah, go yeah, together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, we lived in OJ's house before OJ lived there. And then we lived right across the street my whole life, 409 North Bristol. Um, well, not my whole life, but from, you know, the, the big years. From, uh, you know, second grade all the way to... Uh, junior through junior high. Okay. Okay. As you know, uh, like right now, we're a 10-year difference. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal today. Now it's not, no. Right? But when you're little, one year is... Huge. Huge. Yeah. Right? So if you're 11 and you are friends with a 12-year-old... You are like it's like a big, shit. It's a big deal, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I recently reconnected with our guest today on Facebook, maybe like a month or so ago. Let me interject that. Yeah, go. That is the reason Facebook and the social media platforms exist, to reconnect with people, uh-huh. not the bullshit that is on there now. Agreed. Sorry. Agreed. I'll get off my pedestal. Yes. Yes. So uh, let, me, let, I'll, let me introduce yeah. Neil Spanier is with us today, who is a... Is is a fantasy sports guru, sp- specifically football. Well, thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate it, John. You like that? I do. I do. Yeah. And, um, you know what? I kind of pride myself on exactly what you just said. Um, that was how I was as a kid. You know, my dad always taught me to be kind to everyone, and um, you know, no matter what your age. And, and I yeah. remember, like back at Pally High, I was friends with. You know, I played basketball there. I was yep. friends with all the athletes, all the nerds, all the drama people yeah and uh, i'll never forget the one day one of the best days at pally high was being in basketball practice and i heard that a football player <laughs> was picking on this uh, drama kid who i was friends with i had the whole basketball team run out to the quad and <laughs> squashed that <laughs> That's immediately awesome. yeah so well thank you for the kind words yeah man I, I it's so crazy the things you remember when you're little like the things that's that you carry through your life that that stick in your head as a good or bad memory, right? Well, it's those memories you can remember. The ones that happened yesterday. Yeah, I got know, nothing. nothing. I can't tell you what I ate. No. Uh, any meal this week can tell you nothing other than well, Jamba Well, last juice. night you had a, or yesterday you had a cinnamon roll, 
something else, and cake. Yesterday, the only things I ate, 100%, I had a meeting at Founders Coffee. Shout out to Founders and Michael Bull over there uh, on Durango. I had a cinnamon roll, okay, uh, and a and a uh, their version of, of, of this, basically, right? Not saying that Jamba Juice and Founders Coffee shakes are no. superior than the other. I just no. want to clarify. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and that, so I had a cinnamon roll. That was the first thing I had to eat yesterday. At, that was at two o'clock, and then, and then I had. Uh, you have a pop tart yesterday or something? <laughs> no, we're out. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're all out. Pint size warrior slacking over there with the with the fucking uh, pantry. Uh, what else did I have uh, yesterday? I had some other bunch of bullshit. Just a bunch of bullshit. Snacks is all I ate yesterday. No actual meal. Yeah. Well, you yeah. look good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but anyway, what yeah, I was going to say yeah. is, so I have this vivid remem- memory of being 11 years old. I used to ride my bike. Uh, we live in Brentwood, like I said, on Bristol. I used to ride my bike over to Barrington Circle uh, to Maria's Pizza, right? Maria's uh, Italian Kitchen. I was there two nights ago. Were you really? I took a couple friends. Wait, the original, there. like in Brentwood, the... The one in Brentwood still exists. The original still exists. Come they changed on. the format a little bit, so it's not like, remember how you kind of walked down the street and they had an outdoor opening? Yep. And you'd order from the, the table there. Yep. The now it's more of a formal restaurant, but I just took about four of my buddies from high school there, and we had a great dinner. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so I remember riding my bike there by myself, and I remember they had a couple video games there at the time when we were little. Why am I picturing the... Uh, arcades are the pizzeria scene from Ferris Bueller's Day Off here. You yeah. know, when, when, yeah. when the, you know, the, yeah. what's the score? Nothing, nothing. Who's mm-hmm. winning? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know where that was shot, by the way? Where? Right down the street from Maria's at Regular John's. Regular John's. Really? Yep. Yep. Which I heard a rumor that was coming back, but it never, it didn't happen. Yeah. I got the kibosh. I was supposed to, everyone was talking, you know, Facebook, there you go. Yeah. Everyone, it's coming it back. Deal. And it, you know, never yeah. came back. Yeah, so so I remember I'm playing like Asteroids or something, and I remember Neil, and so I'm 11, and he's a year old. You know, I graduated 88, you graduated 87, right? 87 you graduated? Yep. 87. So, and he, how tall are you? About 6'2". Yeah, so he's day. tall. So he was, and he was, he was tall when he was young too, you know? <laughs> so it's a year older and tall, right? So to me, he's like an adult, <laughs> but he's only 12, you know? Uh, but I remember you had a Kansas City Royals hat on. Like, it's crazy the things that I remember. And I just remember him, like, being nice to me. Like, I was shocked that, like, I remember, like, I knew who he was just because of, you know, the young kids always know the older kids. Right. And he was like, hey, what's up, John? And I was like, holy shit, Neil Spanier knew who I was. And it was, like, such a big deal. And then he was nice. Isn't that crazy, the things that you remember? Great story that you bring up the Kansas City Royals hat. Yeah. Do you know, about uh, four years ago, I sold this house to a client, and he grew up in El Segundo. Older guy. He's probably a good friend of mine. He's probably in his late 70s. And he goes... Why don't you join me at LACC to golf? That's where he's a golfer. And I'm, I can't golf, so I just was going to go there and have breakfast and ride with him. So we're having breakfast, and all of a sudden this guy taps me on my shoulder. And I look back, and it's my favorite athlete of all time, George hmm. Brett. Wow. And Adam, you may not know. You may be too young to know who George Brett is. But <laughs> oh, he's a sports – he is a sports nut. Uh, number five, right? Number yeah, five. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Yeah. Exactly. As a kid, I used to have – when I was in sixth grade, I had a jersey made that said .390, which was his batting average, which was the highest since yep. Ed Williams at the time, and number five. But I got the caddy for George Brett for nine holes. One of wow. the best days of my life. Yeah. Nice guy. 
Um, <laughs> uh, All right, that's okay. Yes, yes, he is a good guy. Yes. Yeah. No. One of the listen. These guys are close to seventy. He was out with some other athletes, and I've never seen. Once a great athlete, always a great athlete. They were just yeah. crushing the ball three hundred yards, and it was it was fun. I had a blast. Yeah, that's awesome. The yeah. pine tar. That's the I mean, pine tar I mean, incident. Unfortunately, what he's going to be. Yeah. You know, connected to for the rest of his life. I watched that game live. I was watching the pine tar game live. I remember. I remember coming out of the dugout, freaking the fuck out. Pissed. I, I brought pictures. I, I had pictures made of the Pine Tar game where he comes out all pissed. Yeah. I brought like three copies and he signed them. <laughs> Did for he really? Me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So it was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, I guess he has to accept it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you're big in a sports, uh, fantasy sports, sports betting. You do it all. I love it. I, uh, you know, when I come to Vegas, what I usually do is I'm a big poker player. I'm going to go play in a tournament later today. Okay. Um, what are you playing in? I'm playing at uh, No Limit. I'm sorry, uh, the Hold'em Tournament at South Point. I think it starts Oh, at it's six. a good tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It gets it, a lot of people. It does. And there's a good guarantee, I think. Yeah, it's like it, yeah. 50K. I don't yeah. even know. I've already played in three. I'm 0 for three. I didn't even make the money in any of them yet. So I'm not very good, but... Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I love uh, playing poker, and uh, I've been playing fantasy football for uh, 21 years or so. Wow. Um, you know, the funny thing is, I'm the, t- I'm the Dan Marino of fantasy football. <laughs> you never won at all? No. I, every year, I'm like 10 and 3. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, 11 and 2. Right. And then the playoffs come, and you're, yeah. Can't Last do it. year, I made it to the finals and just, you know. You ever play uh, fantasy football? Yeah? Yeah. Um, this pa- Well... Cousin Larry, he's we've done one for seventeen years now. I think it is. Have you won it? No, nah, no. I've come yes. in. Yeah, there you go. No. I've never so won. A, you're, you're the Warren Moon. He's the Dan Marino. Yeah. You're the Warren Moon. Yeah, I've never yeah. actually. Sorry, Warren. No, yeah. no. I've never won a fantasy football. I mean, I've came in second a couple times and in that kind of stuff. So I've got money, right? But yeah, my my thing is, I, I've when I draft, I draft the guys that like I know, right? As opposed to the ones that have potential. And yeah. that's, you know. So I played fantasy football twice. I won once uh, when I was at Front Runners. Remember Front Runners? And of course. That's where I used to work. Yeah. So uh, I won our little one between the store, right? Which is interesting because probably back then it was all done by hand, all the scoring and everything. 100%. Else, you yeah. Know, yeah. Nothing was. That's back online. when Sterling yeah. Sharp was the big sharp player. Nice. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, I would play for the Packers. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Much yeah. All right. Uh, so I won that one and I won like 1200 bucks or something. Then I was in a big one where the first was like six grand, seven grand, and I won that one. But the fucking guy that was keeping the money was a degenerate, and he he blew, <laughs> he no. gambled the money away, and I never got paid. <laughs> oh my god! How did you guys handle that one? I just I knew him, and it was whatever. Yeah, what could he was the one that him? brought me in, which is the funny part. Right. He's like, hey, you should do fantasy. You know, I was like, all right, I'm in. Do you still talk to him? Rarely. Okay. Well, I don't play. I mean, this was like 15, 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah. By the way, just to change uh, topic yeah, a little, go. I never knew you used to live at O.J. Simpson's house. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We lived there, um, 360 North Rockingham. We lived there when I was in first grade, and I went to uh, Kenter Canyon. Did you go to Kenter Canyon? I did. I did. Oh, it's so crazy. The funny thing is that, so I originally was born in the Bronx in New York, and my dad like I was telling you a little earlier, it would be 103 if he was alive today. Wow. So, you know, he was, he didn't get his act together, let's say, until he was in his 50s. So we kind of lost everything in New York and we moved yeah. out here when he was probably 52 years old and we moved to this little apartment 
off of Barrington. That's why I kind of hung out at Barrington Park. Okay. And then my mom would drive around Brentwood Park and she'd always pull up to OJ because OJ was love, like you know. Sure. And, and that was her sure. dream. One day, yeah. I'm going to live in that house. Wow. And point to OJ's house. And it's really funny. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite stories, and I, we've told, said it on the show many, uh, several times at least, yeah. is when uh, the Hall of Fame was calling for OJ's uh, Buffalo Bills helmet. They couldn't find it. It was across the street in somebody's toy chest. This yeah. guy's toy chest. Yeah. Jason, I was uh, best friends with Jason Simpson. My the real childhood. killer, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just that's the what first. they say. Yeah. yeah. No, no. He no, didn't do it. No, he's... Um, and uh, yeah, like I gave him like a bunch of like my dad's like gold records and shit, like that I wasn't supposed to. Like we didn't know we were young. Right. And then he gave me like his dad's like football helmet and shit. And then, do you still have it? No, no. OJ ended up calling. Like Adam's not kidding. Like OJ ended up calling. Yeah. And, and... Or no, my dad was with OJ and he was like, yeah, I can't find my helmet, my Bill's helmet for the Hall of Fame and blah, blah, blah. And, my dad was like, wait, does it have like hoof prints on it? He was like, yeah. And he's like, uh, I think it's in my closet. It's, I think it's in John's closet. <laughs> I was like, what? He's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So I had to give it back. Yeah. 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 I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Jason also gave our fourth grade uh, teacher at, uh, at uh, Kenter, uh, Mr. Cohen. Did you have Mr. Cohen? Of course. I did have Mr. Cohen. I think OJ gave him the I'm blown uh, away that you're remembering this shit. I really yeah. am. Yeah. Did you get your dad's gold records back at least? Was yeah, yeah, well? we did, yeah, we did swap it all back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the trade was vetoed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the commissioners. Yeah, no. the, the commissioners vetoed the trade. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. So going back to fantasy football for a second. Yes. So how uh, we're now what three months away from kickoff? How soon do you start planning and and thinking? Now. Now you just, uh, it's funny. I have certain magazines I like, but mostly it's on site now or online now. So, um, you know, you come up with, uh, your strategy, you know, where it's a point per reception type of league. Uh, most of them are nowadays and you just have different strategies. Like, you know, I like, I'm kind of like the opposite of what you said you were. I like taking risky, uh, uh, guys with huge ceilings, uh, rather than guys that did it last year or veterans. So I like going for big time, um, quarterbacks you know quarterbacks that didn't do it last year like lamar jackson's mm -hmm. or josh allen's i want to go now to the kyler murray's maybe what about dak would you take dak this oh, year or no? don't you know what i was just telling my other friend who th actually thinks he's the fantasy guru but he's not that um dak dak is my number one fantasy quarterback really hands down i think he's gonna go for 4500 30 plus touchdowns cowboy fans so are you are yeah. not a cowboy fan because i'm ready to, I, I make up your mind okay well the cowboys are my number one but then i divorced them last year for the raiders so i i'm 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 raiders and cowboys so you're reconnecting so you're going you're re <laughs> you know well, it depends if marcus allen's here i'm a raider if if not i'm cowboy no i'm whoever does better <laughs> And the, the great thing about Dak is is you're going to have guys like, you know, again, because people fall for Josh Allen had such a great year. And right. Gonna, he'll, he'll be the fourth, fifth quarterback off the board, so you could get him in the third round. Is there any circumstance where you would take Aaron Rodgers? Where is Aaron Rodgers going to play? Let's start with that. I, I don't see him playing in Green Bay. I mean, how, how can he? Right. I mean, the fans are kind of turning on him now. Once that happens, it's kind of like Brett Favre all over again. Right. And I think at one point, you got, if you're going to get two number one picks at age 37, you'd be foolish not to trade him, in my opinion. So uh, Where do you think he goes? Does he go to Denver? I'm not going to Denver if I'm Aaron Rodgers. Like, so you want to go play against the Chiefs? Does he come Green? here? No. 
No, because they're ask. all in on Carr. Yeah, I think so. I, I just I don't think Gruden would do it. I really don't. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it's a good fit for him. I do too, but I don't think Gruden would do it. I just Why? Don't. I just don't. He Gruden loves his draft picks. He mm. loves oh, his draft picks, true. and he's not going to give up draft picks. That's I mean, he puts those in his back pocket and you know sleeps with them. It's a big name though. It's a huge name. But they asses don't, in the seats. You got to remember asses in the seats. But they don't, they don't need, need the asses. They don't need. That's true. Okay, you know, like I've told the opening game, uh, home game against uh, Baltimore. That's a Monday night game. Right. Second uh, tickets are sold out. You know, the entire season tickets on the secondary market. Cheapest ticket nine hundred dollars. Is that what Julian Marquez is charging? What's he charging? I don't know what Marquez. I don't know what Marquez is. Marquez is, has a little side <clears throat> hustle going yeah. on now. Yeah, I Marquez saw that. is open for business. Yeah, he's selling. I told Jeff Cohen buy those uh, Denver tickets. Yeah, four fifty a piece. Hey, and it's not bad, you know. Yeah. Our buddy's got tickets. Uh, Julian Marquez, he's a UFC fighter. Oh, nice. Um, but he just posted. He was selling. He's he's not even going to the game. He just bought them. No, to sell, he right? has he has another <clears throat> set. He has oh, two sets. Okay, okay. If I remember correctly, because oh, okay. that was remember he, when he auctioned off the one at the. Oh uh, right. The, the, with um oh god Gabe yep Gabe right yeah yep yeah he has another set somewhere okay mm-hmm. all right you guys love your Raiders here I'm really impressed the town is crazy you know, for sports really I'm gonna say this no no I will no? say I don't think the Raiders here don't have the same passion for either the but, as the Golden Knights here because the Golden Knights born and raised here you know started here. Excuse but th- th- I don't know if you can say that. They haven't had a chance to have fans yet. But even without the fans, I think that half of the stadium here is going to be visiting fans. Oh, I would probably I would believe yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, and there's people are passionate about their football teams, as we all know. And there's some people have loyalty, some clearly don't. <laughs> what I have heard is that is this true? You can't tailgate at the stadium? Correct. There are other places that you can tailgate. Um, the one I know of is the parking lot in front of Luxor. Um, and basically that bridge, the Hacienda Bridge, is going to be closed, and it's only pedestrian traffic. Is wide. that because they're trying to cut down on fights and stuff? Or? I, I just don't think they have the space to do it more than anything mm-hmm. else. There's no – I mean – and parking um, – there was an article last week. Parking there is, on average, is $70 a car. On average, just for parking. That's silly. Wow. It ranges anywhere from forty five dollars yeah. to up to a hundred dollars, depending on, and it's a mile and a half radius from the stadium. Really? Mm-hmm. But that's how it was at Charger games last year or two years ago. Hundred dollars to park your car. Have you been to that stadium, the new stadium for the Rams and Chargers? I've been to both because I want you know the Charger stadium was a smaller kind of intimate right. stadium, so I went to check <clears> it out. <throat> it was pretty awful. You could hear a pin drop in that stadium. Just, but oh, know. that's right. They were at the what used to be the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Center, exactly. Right? Exactly. Right, right. Okay. And then the uh, Ram Stadium is uh, great. It's uh, it's awesome. I, I actually haven't been to that one, but I've uh, you okay. know I drive by there a lot. Have you played poker in the new Hollywood Park? I have played poker at the new Hollywood. It's nicer. Park. It's nicer than it used to be. Oh God, it couldn't yeah. get worse. <laughs> it was, at least you don't have to worry about yeah. getting you know. That's where we started doing this show. Really? Was it Hollywood Park? The, yeah. the old yep. Hollywood Park. The new one. The, oh, the new we one. We kicked off the remodeled one. Yeah, I, I was able to uh, get them. I sold them on. Hey, you should have a podcast to help kick off the thing. And so, were you living in L.A.? Coming? I was living in L.A. at the time. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't moved here yet. Oh, nice. And uh, at the time, my co-host was Jake Ellenberger. He's a now a retired UFC fighter. Um, but yeah, we started off the first uh, like six months of the show. And, and you guys are massive UFC fans. Yeah. yeah. Are you? You ever been in a fight? 
I've, uh, I, you know, I was telling you earlier, my dad used to take me to Las Vegas as a kid in the 80s, and we'd either see these amazing shows with, like, uh, Frank Sinatra, your dad, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, or we would go to these unbelievable boxing matches. And wow. these, these were all comp, too. Right. So I remember going to see Mike Tyson versus oh, Pierre Kutzer or something, oh, yeah. and, like, Larry Holmes and Sugar Ray Leonard. Oh, wow. You saw some serious fights. Yeah. Back in, uh, back like it, in the Was day. that at Caesars Outside, at the time? Outside, probably. Outside at Caesars, or it could have been Convention Center... Um, Las Vegas Convention Center. The Hilton, yeah. The Hilton, Hilton, yeah. yeah. Inside. Yeah. It was a couple different venues. And then I remember it kind of switched over. I think it was in 88. It changed to the Mirage. I think there was one there. I think that Tyson fought in the Mirage. but Did they? Yeah, I think one. It's possible. Yeah. Well, but it was MGM, I too. I think you're I right, think. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, MGM owned, owned Mirage. Yeah. Yeah. My Still dad? does. Yeah. Well, at the time, it wasn't that way. At the time, it was Steve Wynn. Oh, right, 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 I mean, right, yeah. right. But that's also, you know, a lot of people don't know this. When Cirque du Soleil first came to Vegas, it was in the parking gar- a parking lot at the Mirage. That was mysterious. I one hundred percent remember that. Yeah, <clears throat> that in was a, in a tent. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of mysterious. Right, the start of it. That was their show. That was yeah. Cirque back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but no, I I can see them putting boxing at the Mirage because he was open to anything at that time. Right. So wow. Yeah, you need to come to a UFC fight. It's a blast. Do you ever watch on TV? All the time. Okay. I just watched, yeah. uh, what's his name, the uh, YouTuber fight, the Mayweather. Oh. I mean, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of, yeah. Speaking of, did anybody see La, the Lamar Odom fight last night? I saw highlights. He knocked out uh, Aaron, Aaron Carter, Carter in oh the my second God. round. It, it was like... There's uh, some good puns. I saw Aaron Carter was throwing these like wild like <laughs> hitting him. Sorry. It was nothing was happening to Lamar. It, it's it was almost like a adult <laughs> fighting a like a four year old. Yeah. That's what yeah. it looked like. Lamar outweighed him by like fifty pounds at least. Yeah, and then Lamar's what six five, six six, yeah, and, six and seven maybe six, even nine almost. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and Aaron Carter maybe he's five 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 six. He's so uh, tiny. He's not a big guy. No, yeah, yeah. Who put together that fight? I don't know. They had headgear on. Yeah, at least. they did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was just like, <laughs> at least you know, with the the Logan Paul and uh, whatever his name is, um, the other brother, Floyd Mayweather. No. Oh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Yes. Me. Okay. <laughs> at least it looks legitimate fighting. You right. know, it, it, they look the part. Yes, their yeah. form. They right. look physically fit. Yeah. Aaron Carter looked like a heroin addict. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's normal. Fighting for another heroin addict. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. 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 yeah Funniest things are always true, Neil. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> we, by the way, we have a kind of a mutual acquaintance. Yeah. That is a very big boxing now. UFC. He's more of a boxing fan, but it's turned over to I know you're going to say yes uh, i was a real estate agent for russell peters yeah and one of the most kindest generous he's human beings. so nice amazing he is so nice if that asshole takes our ufc tickets one more time though <laughs> i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> yeah i um i so i uh you know i get i'm lucky enough somehow some way i get tickets from dana uh dana white okay. when i go to ufc fights and so i used to be before wme bought them i would always be in like dana's personal section which is really cool. Like literally, you're sitting right behind him. That's like there's so three cool. rows behind him, and I'm one of those seats. Usually, literally right, like right behind him. Then after the takeover or the acquisition, um, I kind of moved to this other section right next door, which is still incredible seats. Like amazing. You know, you're still down there with all celebs and shit, whatever. And then sometimes on the big big fights, they bump me to what technically is a better viewing seat. Because you're not on the floor. On the floor, the cameraman's in your way. Everything's in your way, but you're bragging Like a basketball game when you're on the floor. Totally, right. 
So they bumped me up a section and you have a great view of the actual fight. But when they bump me up a section, it means that a, a, a celeb actually got in my, and it's Russell. I'm looking down. And I'm like, fucking Russell Peters in my goddamn seats. I'm sending him text messages. I'm like, you bitch, you're in my seats. He, he just lives the dream, that guy. Lives the dream. He's traveling. Yeah. And he, he makes he a lot know, of you, money, that guy. Oh, my gosh. The, the money he makes on just selling his merchandising yeah. in every place he performs is ridiculous. Yeah. And the one thing about Russell, I must say, the amount of people he employs and guys who he employs are guys who've been in trouble. Like, yeah, and he's, he's good giving dude. a second chance to. Yeah. Um, and he, if you mentioned my name, he wouldn't know me by my name. But if you said Cocker. He would know me because my last name's Spanier, so he even called me Cocker. <laughs> so, I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's how he will uh, remember we'll me. We'll take but. a pic after. I'll send it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know even if it's been probably six years. He, wow. Uh, you know, but yeah, we've done about three transactions together. So, really? Yeah, yeah. I think he just sold. Um, he just sold, just his sold his house yeah, for like yeah. seven million or yeah. something. The one in Malibu. Yeah. yeah, I think I just got out of real estate, unfortunately, at the oh, time. Oh man, he, he's a, he's he loves the valley, so um, yeah, he moved back to uh, the valley. Yeah, and he's got just this most beautiful little girl that out there too. So yeah, I want to be a little closer. But yeah, great. Yeah, guy. he's he's a good dude, funny guy. Yeah, my God. So you were in real estate, you said. 30 years. And, and you got out of it. You know what? I, um, and I'm going through a very terrible divorce. And that was part of the reason. After 30 years, Adam, I just, you know, I couldn't continue to do something I didn't love anymore. And, sure. uh, you know, I love basketball. As John knows, I grew yep. up Barrington Park, played yep. five, six, seven days a week. And um, I coached with my best friend at a local school, University High School, a little shout out. And, uh, I just wanted to go back and be a substitute teacher and coach basketball with my best friend. And that's uh, awesome. You know, it wasn't so awesome to my wife. Right. So, sure, sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now I'm gonna, you know, when this divorce is hopefully over soon, and you know, I still love her to death, and we can, you know, resolve everything. I'm gonna go back, take the sea best, and go teach with my best friend. And and uh, I want to give a little shout out to uh, we've had one kid in 16 years of coaching at Uni High, the only kid ever to make it to the NBA. Really? Who? This kid named David Nawaba. He played for the. He's played on a but Lakers. He got to start with the Lakers. Played for the Bulls. You got me stumped. Stumped. You're actually got, stumped. I got me on that. How's one. this possible? I don't know. I looked to you as the, I know. the guy. I, got, I haven't. I damn it. One okay. of the best defense. He's his uh, claim to fame is that over the last two years, you know they have all these statistical categories. He's played James Harden more. Uh, Better than any other player in the NBA. Really? Which just yeah. says a lot. Since, yeah. I mean, and you still are in contact with him? You still talk oh, to him? This, this, I mean, he's... He didn't forget where he came from? Oh, not only that, he treats me like a dad. Just an Really? That's good to hear. Just an incredible kid. He's not a kid. He's an incredible man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we talk probably once a month. And, That's great. Uh, yeah, reached out to me during the divorce and... Um, it's funny. His brother's now my financial advisor too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just a great family. Great. Oh, that's uh, great awesome. Family. And is yeah. he playing? Well, obviously, is he still in the league now? Yeah. He's, well, who's he's, he, where's he now? So he's with the Houston Rockets. Okay. He jumps like 40 plus inches. One of the best, most athletic families you've ever seen. His sister is the number one heptathlete in the United States of America. Just played or just uh, competed in the Rio Olympics. Oh, wow. Um, last Olympics. They all got D1 scholarships. All have their college degrees at top universities. But he was dunking, you know, tried to dunk on What's somebody and broke again? his uh, hand again. Uh, David Nawaba plays for the Houston David Rockets. Nawaba. And uh, did you know, like, in high school, you are like, oh, he's going. You know what's funny? Is that when he was at, uh, when he just graduated from uni, we have a, you know, a text chain with all the coaches. There was about five of us. And I said, this kid could be the first kid we've really? ever had 
But it's not rocket science. The kid right. was MVP. But here's the funny thing. He's MVP of the Western League, which I don't know if you know it has Westchester and Fairfax, some of the top right. programs in the, in the country, right? Right. And uh, he's averaging 25, 12. Is Crenshaw dunking. in there too or no? Crenshaw, when we were kids, Crenshaw was a team to beat. They're, right. they're kind of average to good now. Really? Yeah. But Wow, yeah, Crenshaw was like... Yeah, like best team in the world. Right. <laughs> they literally have a banner in the right. gym. World champions, 1985. Yeah. But it's uh, it's Fairfax and Westchester, and the kid dominates the league. Just Really? 25 and 12. I remember walking into um, CSUN's um, athletic office, talked to the head coach. He literally kicked me out. And I'm like, sir, he jumps 40 inches and got the uh, MVP of the Western League. I think he should be good to go for your program. You know, it's CSUN. Yeah. So he ended up going Division Three, stayed there for one week, Hawaii Pacific, and was just killing the kids. On the, and, and to his credit, he called us up and he goes, Coach, I can't play here. I'm killing these kids. Came back, went to SMC, killed it at SMC, got a full ride to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, graduated from there, and then paid for um, a tryout for the Lakers. What? Wow. Paid out of his own. Paid to play. Paid to. Then he was on in the G League. Got called up and been in the NBA for seven years and just reached wow. his pension. Great story. Yeah, that never is a give up story. on your dreams. I guess. Yeah. And upbringing. Yeah. Did he have a good upbringing or was he the best upbringing you can have? It's That's his awesome. parents. He, the the mom is kind of the leader of the house. <clears throat> um, you know, some sort of they're from Africa somewhere, and it's all about it. You know, it's first. I think the first time his mom came to see him play. Wow. Really. Was in the NBA. Because they, they kind of frown on sports. It's more education right. than that. Mm -hmm. So right. that was one of Something the first more times. safer, more stable. But right. one of the best families I've ever met. Really, wow. really a great family. Yeah. Speaking of never give up on your dreams, did you see, and I already forgot the guy's name, but on the Padres just signed a guy. He's 44, pitcher. He hadn't played in the big league since he was 38. Eight years. Six years, sorry. Uh, did you see that? No, just yesterday? No, you were busy yesterday. You've been, you know what? Next week we'll... We'll talk about, we'll get you back reacquainted with what's going on in the world. Are you aware that the playoffs are taking place right now in, the, in basketball and hockey? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. Are you aware that I predicted the Phoenix Suns would beat the Lakers and win it all? No, I was not. I did that on the Wisecrack show with Bill Krakenberg. I don't listen to that. Shout out to Bill Krakenberg. You don't, don't listen to that? I don't no. listen to that. No? Do I just listened no, to it last I, night. <laughs> did you? Well, an old, oh. I don't know if it was an old when he was in <clears throat> Florida. I don't know if that's an old one or... Um, he was in. They had these nice views looking down at the ocean. No, that was Atlantic City. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the most recent show. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That's the Ocean Casino, new casino in Atlantic City. It's beautiful. Looked beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He was like in a penthouse suite. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I don't life. listen to that show. <clears throat> no. No. <laughs> no. I'm tired of fighting for guests. Mm. He, he always gives me shit because I get better guests on the Wisecrack show. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just lucky. Who to do you the want? Who season. do you want? Who do you want me to get? Give me three people, but be reasonable. I've told you people. Reddick. I'll get Josh Reddick on. Fine. Okay. Who, who else? Um, you want Reddick in studio or via, it's going to have to be Well, I mean, if it's Zoom. in season, it's Zoom. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'll get Reddick. Who else? Um, Giambi. You know, I want Jason Giambi. I don't have a good working number for him. I gotta get Ryan Crowley's girlfriend sees him. I need to get reconnected to Giambi because he'll definitely come. Okay, hundred percent, he will come on the show. That's it right now. I'm good okay. with that. Reddick and Giambi. Yeah. Okay. How do you uh, come up with those two names? Very because random. I know him. I know he knows them. Right. Okay. So I know that. Yeah. I know his they're attainable. So uh, we've talked about this story before, but 
uh, I was in Anaheim for Angels Yankees game, and I'm a huge Yankees fan. And um, before the game, Giambi, this is when he was with the Yankees, was down signing autographs and something, and huge group of people around him. And I said, "Hey, Jason, uh, John O says hi," and literally stops and says. Tell him I say hi, send him my best, you know. Like Look at you. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. What's the connection? Dude, it's kind of crazy. So um, in 2000, you know, I don't drink. I never drank. I never smoked pot. I never did anything. I turned 30 and a month after, and in 2000, and a month after I turned 30, I kind of lost my mind for a minute. <laughs> and so. 20 years later, he's yeah, still trying to figure his shit I out. I never, like, <laughs> did the club scene or anything like that. Right, and right. I, I did, like, a year of clubbing. And right. Ecstasy and yeah. crazy out of my mind. I think we all had that. Yeah. So I was at, so I'm at Rum Jungle the first night I ever take this little crazy pill. You ever, you ever, part, should we not talk about that? Let's not, not talk about that. Divorce right. proceedings. I mean, my okay. 20s, I think all right. we all had fun. Okay. Yeah. So I was a late bloomer, you know. So, uh, yeah. So um, I'm with my buddy Gio and uh, we are at Rum Jungle. Well, we're going to go to Rum Jungle at Mandalay Bay, which was like the spot back then. And the line is like crazy. And the, I take, I'm like one of these people, like, I don't drink, but if I drink, like, I could have three shots of Patron and I'm kid you not, it's not going to phase me. Right. So I used to say, like, I'm a fucking alien. Like, this shit doesn't work <laughs> on me. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it doesn't, I'm not like the normal mortal. I don't know what right. to tell you. So I take this little pill and, um, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes goes by, nothing. I'm telling my buddy G, I'm like, see, I told you, like, it does, shit doesn't work on me, dude. Right. It doesn't work. All of a sudden, it kicks in and it's like, euphoric right and so when we decide we're going to go into i'm cutting the story down but um except we're going to go into rum juggle and the line is crazy and geo's like dude and it was during the like miss fitness pageant shit I olympia that, yeah. whatever yeah so the line to get in this fucking club like you can't even see the ropes like you can't even <laughs> see the front it's just people like the one there's two different lines like one is general admission one is hotel guests like if you're staying in a hotel and they both kind of converged into one just melee of people. And Adam, you're not there. No, no he's yeah, not there. Okay. No, no, he's no. still wearing diapers at the time. <laughs> and so, um, no, wait. I was 21. No, you're 21. Yeah, right. 121. Um, so Gio's like, we're never going to get it. I'm like, fuck that because I'm not, the pill is like, I've never felt like this, like ever, you know? So I'm like, Dude, we're good. stay close. So I fucking weasel up. I get to the front. I'm like, hey, what's your, John Orlando? I'm a comedian. I work in town, which I was at the time, right. you know. And uh, fucking VIP bracelets get slapped on us, and all of a sudden we're in VIP. Job. Yeah, right. Hats go, Jono. And so uh, we're we're in <coughs> we're in there, <coughs> and um, there's all these hot like fitness girls, right? It's like crazy. All these hot girls, and uh, all of a sudden I key in on this guy sitting down by himself at this table in the VIP section, and I'm like looking, and I'm like, that's fucking Jason Giambi. This is, uh, right after this won is his... October of 2000. So he just won the MVP with the A's and is just about to get traded to the, sign, the Yankees. The, yeah. Or signed, signed yeah. with the Yankees, right? So I'm like, holy shit, that's Jason Giambi. So I go cruising up to him, and I go, Jason Giambi? He looks up at me and he starts smiling. I'm like, John Orlando, you know, I'm, I'm fucking out of my mind, you know, right. this thing. Otherwise, I would never, there's no right. way, no chance, right. you know. I mean, I'm not going, but I'm not doing any of that. So we start talking, like, he's distracted now because he's looking over my shoulder because we're like in a corner, like by ourselves. But he's looking over my shoulder. He sees like all these fitness girls, right? 
And we had met, um, there was one in particular, her name was Monica Brandt. She was like the Pamela Anderson of fitness girls back in the day. And um, we had run into her. <laughs> yeah, you know, like for lack of a better, yeah. So we ran into her like 30 minutes before we went to Rum Jungle, like just out in Mandalay. And same thing, uh, the pill had kicked in. So right. I was like, cruise up to her. She was like with her and like a bunch of girls, a bunch of guys. <laughs> like she was on a date probably, right. whatever. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, whatever. Give me your number. Right. <laughs> it was crazy. So Did you get it? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. So He has a way of. <laughs> I, uh, so I see Jason's like looking at them and I, I look over and I'm like, oh, I'm like, you want to meet the girls? And he's like, you know them? I'm like, fuck yeah, I know them. It's Monica Branch, friend of mine. I met her 20 minutes before you, Giambi, you know, whatever. So we go cruising over there. I'm like, ladies, ladies, ladies. I present to you the American League most valuable player, Jason Giambi. Fantastic. And uh, he, you know, he's like, hey, whatever. He buys a round of shots, whatever. And then I remember at the end of the night, the night ends with him getting another round of shots. And he's like, I want to do a toast. And so he, everyone's got their glasses up. You know, he's like, to the two greatest Americans ever, Mickey Mantle and Johnny O. Oh, my God. <laughs> what an amazing story. Yeah. And then uh, we were friends ever since. But he's, a, you know, those famous people, they change their fucking number a lot, you know? So Did I, you ask him for his number? As Oh, yeah. We kept in touch for years. But yeah, that yeah. night you went up to him, hey, buddy, let me have your number. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, dude, you got to come see me do stand-up, you know? And then also I play the Tony O card, you know, the Tony O, the dad card. Yeah. It makes, you know, makes it okay. To and see, hard. nowadays, with the people that he's talking to go, who? <laughs> yeah yeah now they're like for they perfect know. example last night perfect example we were at karaoke for my girlfriend's birthday yeah and just to fuck with john i'm like i'm gonna do a tony o song i'm gonna do tie yellow ribbon right yeah. and all the people in the room are like what the fuck like, is this? why is this on what, what is this going? on why are we singing to elevator music yeah what is going on but here? did they not know the song no, no. they don't know they're, they're young but here's my issue with that yeah, my dad made sure I right. knew about the Mickey Mantles, the yeah. Lou Gehrig's. Yeah, Not this that. generation doesn't follow the previous generation. No, no. Mm -mm. Travis, you want to speak to that? Uh, do you I, follow them? Yeah, I follow them. Here, if you, you, if you didn't do, know, if you weren't doing this, would you know who Tony Orlando was? No, no. not any chance in hell. No, but but I don't know if that's the right comparison for Travis. Like, do you, do you know? I know like old directors that are have okay. never made something right, ever you're a again. Film guy, yeah. If I was a music guy into like, you know, jazz right. or whatever your other things that genres that cross over, I would probably totally be down. To but what about, about the song, Travis? Like Have Hitchcock. Heard of I've heard the songs only because I know John. But the one song, Tie a Yellow Ribbon. Never. Oh, or never wow. organically. Or wait, Knock Three Times? Never? <laughs> oh, there it is. Never. Amazing. Not really? until after I met you to just listen to your it. Your parents know, though. Yes, they do. They know. Don't you know. tell your dad that. Don't upset him. Oh, no, he knows. He knows. He, he really? knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows the, <laughs> the, the, when he goes to the Sun Coast and the geriatrics come in, or the South Point, rather, and the geriatric team, he knows. Oh, my God. We're on after Little League games. Did you play West L.A. Little League? I, I was terrible at baseball. I'm not going to lie. I tried. I didn't play West L.A. I played Barrington Park. But, okay. You know. Okay. So, see, you're talking about memories. Yeah. I can remember watching John play, sitting in the stands, playing at, on Sepulveda. Uh-huh. Right. West playing LA. baseball. Yeah. It's sitting in the stands with his mom, who's my godmother. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, those are things I remember. Yeah. And Royce Clayton was out there too, wasn't he? No. Who was out there with him? Willie Crawford? Son. That's right, it was. Yeah. Who was a tough kid. And you were on tough Bruce Wallen's team, I think. That's how Two far teams. I can I remember. With, like, yeah. Yeah. I played with Bruce on the Pirates, mm -hmm, the West LA. Yeah. Was there a better athlete than Willie Crawford? He dominated in every sport. He was great. Yeah. John yeah. Orlando. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> 
Bruce Wallen could play baseball. Yeah. His he kids could play. Travis Woods. You remember Travis oh, Woods? Oh, yeah. All of he, them. I just texted him today. Um, what about yeah. Kevin Martin? I don't know. Oh, like, how do you who? know Kevin Martin? <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, who's? Uh-oh. I have no idea. I just oh, threw oh. a name out there. Oh, oh, wow. That's actually someone in. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't even know that name. Oh, okay. He's just some guy I know from. Oh, okay. Back in the day. That's really? Funny. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I just Good. threw a name. You just threw up Hail Mary and you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's she yeah. doing? Yeah, it's Hail Mary. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, wait, I was just going to tell a story. What were we saying right before that? Uh, West fuck. LA Little League. Yeah, ah, it's gone. George Clayton. Damn it, no. it's gone. Before that, uh, Tony Orlando. Nah, it's gone. Knocked three times. 50. I'm 50. Okay. It's over. Well, tell so, your dad I've seen him. Oh, live in that's person. what it was. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> after Little League games, we'd go to Hamburger Hamlet. On San Vicente, me and my dad, right? We're in there once, and this is like in, I don't even know, whatever, 80-something, you know? And uh, he's wearing a Detroit Tigers hat. He just My dad's just a baseball fan. Right. Like he just likes, you know, he's Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, whatever, you know. So, But he, he just liked the hat, you know? So we're walking out, and these two girls come up. Excuse me, um, I love your show. I watch it every week. I used to, it's the best show. Blah blah blah. I just like, thank you. You know, she's like, um, oh, I, would could we take a picture with you? He's like, yeah, no problem. So he's got like the cord, cardboard camera, you know, a little yes. bling cam, whatever it's called. I don't know what they're called. Polaroid Takes the picture, yeah. And she's like, would you mind signing this? They must have talked to us for like 15, 20 minutes, right? My dad's like, no, no problem. What's your name? Robin. Robin. Okay. Da da da. Hands it to her. She looks at it, and she's like, Robin, you know, nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. Tony, wait, Tony Orlando? <laughs> what? He's like, yeah. She's like, I thought you were Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> I see it, actually. I see the... Uh, he had the Detroit hat on. Like, the Tom mustache. Selleck, yeah. and I, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that happens. Selleck's yeah. a little bit taller than your dad. Way tall. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I he's know. like six four. He's yeah. a big dude. And talk about great baseball player. He can hit. Yes. Great baseball player. Yeah. He can hit. There's a few great celebrity. Uh, he's one of them. Kevin Cosner's one. Yep. Um, Gretzky can hit. Gretzky, yeah. Really? Yeah. At Hollywood Stars Night, Gretzky can smash the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can. Billy Crystal. Crystal's uncomfortable. He's he can play, but he's un- uncomfortable. I'm trying to remember the kid's name. Um, Weekend at Bernie's was a movie. Uh, Jonathan Silverman. The... Yes. Great. Really. Great. Baseball player. I've never heard I, of a good Jewish athlete. I, I, wanna, I that, actually want to say that he is one of the only uh, celebrities that has hit a home run during the celebrity game. No at shit. At Dodger Stadium. Over the wall. Yes. Yeah. Really? Hell of a player. Did not know. Great yeah. actor, too. I loved him in yeah, Weekend of Bernie's. Great. I don't yeah. know if he's still doing stuff, but he was great. And my godfather's a pretty good. Well, Tony Danza. Yeah. He, yeah. he could play pretty he good, play. too. Yeah, he's what's, a nice guy. What's that connection with Tony Danz? I loved him, and I mean, obviously. Well, didn't. Um, my dad was a publicist, and that's how my dad was Tony's public, Tony Orlando's publicist in the '70s, and that's how our families became close. And uh, he was Tony Danza's publicist, and um, yeah, so it was always that, and we just stayed connected forever. And so it was kind of funny. I texted him the other day because Ed Sheeran. Um, Miranda, uh, no, Belinda Carlisle. Who else was in that video? Elton John. There was like four of them. Yeah. Saying, uh, "Hold me closer, Tony Danza," on a YouTube video. Oh, that's great. Oh, really? Because ti- instead of "Tiny Answer," that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So I, I sent it to him, and he was, <laughs> yeah, we're texting back and forth. Yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah, no, but that's the connection. I grew up in that industry as well, and yeah, but I, we, John and I always talk about it how 
growing up, we never really realized how privileged some of these opportunities were for yeah. us. And like I never took pictures. No. I, I just I thought it was second nature. I, thought, I mean, I thought everybody was like this. You know, I, I hate that I don't have photos with all these. Like I met De Niro. I met Pacino. I have oh, yeah. no photos. Nothing. No. And the accessibility. When I remember growing, coming to this uh, city, Los Angeles, as a kid. Yeah. And we moved to Brentwood because at the time in the seventies, you know, you're still only paying six, seven hundred bucks. You know, right. even though we weren't very wealthy for rent. And I could be at OJ's. I mean, I yeah. don't want to use him sure. as an example, but all these, you're around all these celebrities and they would literally yeah. give you the shirt off yeah. their back. And nowadays yeah. it's, you know, the complete opposite. Yeah. It's like, you know, ropes and stay away. But yeah. You know, you know, the, the city that still is that way is New York. Because, yeah. You know, if you, because celebrities walk around New York and, yeah. and they don't get bothered, you know, and I've seen that multiple times, right. but you know, out here it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Absurd. Um, yeah. But you know, you have somebody like OJ, and and he goes, he lives here. He lives, he lives here, here in now. Vegas. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's and out he, social. He's out and about constantly. Yeah. Like, if you want to go see OJ, I know where you can find him tomorrow. I guarantee it. Give him credit. Most people would just lock themselves. Well, in he's he's going to the restaurant searching for the killer. Is the part of <laughs> what he's doing. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Um, I hope he finds him. Yeah, I'm dying to have him on. I want him to come on. I ran into him. But I'm bummed. Sorry. Uh, I ran into him. Uh, that was probably a year ago now. Yeah. So here's how kind of a small world this is. Yeah. Uh, m- one of my mom's friends is at a restaurant here in town, and she's talking to my mom, and she goes, oh, OJ just walked in. So she tells her that. My mom tells me that. I tell John that. John goes to the restaurant. And, and it was, the like, restaurant was right across the yeah. street from where I was living at the time in our apartment a year mm, ago. Yeah. So I literally make a beeline over there. And he, John had been searching for him. We, yeah, I'd, we, want, I'd yeah. want to run into him because I feel like I could get him on the show. You know, it would be a game changer, right. you know? And uh, even if we didn't, I mean, we don't have to, whatever we talk about, whatever, football, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and I saw him and, you know, spoke to him for a good 20, 30 minutes, gave me his number. You know, he even said, like, yeah, I'll, I'll do your podcast. I was like, we'll just talk football. Like, all we got to do is talk football. It's all we don't talk about anything else. He's like, yeah, here, give me my number. And Never heard back. Yeah. Interesting OJ story is my wife's an attorney and she does a lot of these celebrity clients. Ex-wife. And, ex-wife. And there's this one, <laughs> so hopefully soon to be ex-wife. And there's this one attorney in her law firm. Her name is Sean Chapman Holly. Okay. And she represents, like if you Google her, it's Kim, every one of these um, restraining orders for the Kardashians, <laughs> she's getting. Like okay. Recently, like, okay. Wait, Sean Holly. Yeah. Yes. yes. I've heard of her. Yes, everyone has. She's yeah. I want to say she was Lindsay Lohan's attorney at one point. Exactly. Yep. Lindsay Lohan committed six, 62 crimes, never spent a day in jail, because yep. that's how good she is. Yep, I remember. So we go into all these like you know dinner events for certain things for the law firm, and I'd ask her questions about the OJ trial all the time. And she would tell me, and she was a young attorney on the team. Yep. And two things that were really interesting, she would tell oh, wait, me. Wait, she was on that team? Yes. That's right. Yes, she was a youngster, a baby. Right. And, uh, she was on the team, and I would ask her questions about it. And the two things that really resonated with me was like, listen, Neil, you, loves bas- you love basketball, right? The best analogy I can give you, it would be like the Showtime Lakers going up against the worst team in the NBA. And I, there's no apologies as a black man was able to get, had finally had the means to get the Showtime Lakers to get them off. Right. There's no apologies. So that right. was like, uh, you know, they had no respect, to be very frank, to um, the prosecutors. They just right. thought and they were way over their heads. And the other story she told me, which was really neat, they had the glove in a conference room. You know, if it, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Right. And they're all sitting around, and they're looking at this glove, and they're looking at this glove. And there was a little Jewish guy, fat, kind of overweight Jewish guy, 
part of the team, but he was never like out in front. You would never see him. And he's looking at the glove and he goes, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. And Johnny gets up and he goes, brilliant. You're going to say that tomorrow in the trial. And then all of a sudden, I think it was F. Lee Bailey, or I don't know who said this. And he goes, no, he's not, Johnny. You're going to yeah, do it. Yeah, Cochran said it. Yeah. So everyone kind of thinks Johnny Cochran came up with it that doesn't fit right. you as a quip, but it was this random guy. But Johnny's the one that wow. is the you know, closer. The face yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah, so I found that to be really interesting. That's that was super kinda, interesting. Yeah, and that kind of was the you know, that final said it. Yeah. So those were the two uh, wow. OJ. Did you uh, watch that trial? Do you, do, I remember I watched every fucking day of that trial. Every day. Obsessed. I, yeah, I, rem I remember where I was when the verdict came out. You know, it was one of those type of yep. deals. Yeah, mm -hmm. changed the Did you city watch a little bit. The trial back then. Or? Oh yeah, yeah. I watched deal. it with mom, your mom. Yeah, my mom taped it. Oh, my yeah. mom was taping it on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like literally, I just cleaned out a storage so, unit of hers. Like a year, my mom. So I moved my mom here uh, two two years ago or last. Year? I don't even know. Two years, two years ago. <laughs> and so I cleaned out her storage closet in LA, uh, storage you know unit. Yeah. And uh, I was going through all these things, and I came across this box of just like old VHS tapes, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm just throwing all these out." And then I was looking at them, and some were like OJ Child, you know, June eighth, ninety six, or whatever it was. <laughs> like every fucking day from the whole nine months. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is so, great. I'll take it a step further, and I think you know this. My, uh, your mom invited my. Mo uh, she wanted a banner made. Do you know this story? <laughs> And she wanted a banner made, and her, she wanted my mom and her to go down to the courthouse, <laughs> right? Was it? Yeah. And stand outside the courthouse with a big banner that said, like, free OJ. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 They were on the free OJ side, which is yeah. very kind of yeah. well, aggressive. My, yeah. mo my mom didn't really, you know, one or the other, yeah. but. I was for the longest in denial. Yeah. Really? In total denial. Yeah. yeah. I was because I, I didn't understand what's the motive. I still don't really understand the motive, to be honest. I agree with you. I don't um, understand either. And then the habit, you had to be the right place at the right time or wrong time, depending on what you want to look at it, because he had no way of knowing Ron Goldman was going to be there because she forgot her glasses. So there was no way of knowing Ron Goldman was going to be at that house that night. And right. by the way, I used to work out with Ron Goldman at Gold's Gym in Calabasas. Wow. How, how crazy is that? How, so I knew OJ, I knew Nicole, I knew Ron Goldman. How did you know? Just so you met him at the gym. Met him at the gym. Yeah. And what was it, Nicole, just from the restaurant? No, I knew Nicole just from oh, knowing OJ. OJ and Jason. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I was in denial up until like a couple years ago, literally. Wow, when they aired, yeah, like, because I would always say, like, well, okay, the glove certainly, whether it fit or didn't fit or it was acting or not acting, it didn't fall off in two different places. Right. Like, that we know, right? So the, so the glove didn't fall behind his guest house. Doesn't make any sense. Also, remember, I lived in that house. Right. So you knew So if you were going to sneak in, so he parked his car, um, like, basically in front of his house. And the guest house is way over here. So he parked his car here. And then how did he sneak into his house? Like, he went through the neighbors, which is the Von Watts house, mm -hmm. and then yeah. came through. They, they shared a gate. Because uh, the, uh, they shared a paddle tennis court, so that they actually had, in the backyard had a gate that connected to the other house, and then he ended up somehow behind the guest house. It doesn't just make any sense. Like routing rise doesn't make any sense. And you know what else didn't really make sense? Not that I think he's not guilty, but when he said the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. Now, if I'm going to commit a crime like that, and I wear a size 12 shoes, I'm probably going to commit the crime in size 10 shoes. 
You it know, just or I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna get just, a glove that's a lot smaller than my hand. So yeah. maybe that it just and the timeline, it just eh, it just yeah, I, but, I didn't buy it. He but pretty much admitted it by now, didn't he? The that special that he did, the, there's there was a you know he wrote, wrote that book. I didn't do it, but if I did, here's what I would what I would have done right. or whatever. And then he did an interview that was supposed to coincide with the release of the book, and so it was supposed to air years ago, but they I think Fox was gonna put it on and they they backed out of airing it. So this piece of content, this 60-minute or two-hour interview, whatever it was, never aired until literally three years ago it finally aired. And he basically admits I mean, he, he basically admits it. doesn't say it, but it says it. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just crazy. Come out in public like that. I mean. Yeah. It's crazy. What yeah. a crazy thing. That's probably the most crazy thing. I think, well, the world, whole world fucking shutting down. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty fun, crazy too. But as in a single event of a caused by a human being, that's probably the it's most shocking, crazy thing, right? I mean, it's up there. It definitely is, is up there. What else? I mean, I think of uh, Rodney King. I think of... Not as crazy as OJ. But the... Oh, but but you have to remember, with because of OJ, there wasn't the rioting that that happened in the Rodney King. True. You know, um, you know, I mean, I even look at one October here, you know, there's a lot of different. Right. Yeah. That was crazy. But, yeah. and, and I mean, and then we can also say 2020. Fuck. I know. And that was caused by human. was nuts. Crazy. That was nuts. Yeah. Worst, worst year of my life. But Ever. You know, right. Ever. Yeah. But you're here now. But we'll get over it. Everybody will get over it and move on and become better people. Are what you are the... moving to Las Vegas? This is what I want to know, Neil. You want to know my plan? Uh, anything you say here is verbally binding, by the All way. All right. Well, here's my <laughs> I'll plan. I'll call Sean Holly as representative. <laughs> Do not call her. She probably won't take okay. my call at this point. But uh, I bought a house in Burlington, Vermont, which okay. I love. And I why you. Vermont? So ben and Jerry's, what's the deal? Ben and Jerry's. They're yeah. legends out there. So my daughter was looking at a school called Middlebury. Okay. Which is just outside of Burlington, and my brother uh, lives out there, and, and I went out there, and I fell in love with it, and I just wanted to build memories and bring my kids out there on vacation, and I ended up pulling the trigger and buying the house, I and like uh, then we ended up getting divorced about three months after that. So now I got to figure out where I'm going to be, and, and I can tell you one thing, I'm not going to be in L.A. You know, every time yeah, I go LA's... back there, it's, I, I, you know, I... It's hard to go back with the yeah. crime and, yeah. you know, traffic. And traffic and you almost get, you know, by neighborhood, my neighborhood, you almost get shanked every time you leave your house. I mean, <laughs> listen, I have nothing against the homeless, but it's, um, yeah, it's more of the time, tweakers. Yeah. It's yeah. more the, I call them the tweakers yeah. and homeless. Yeah. You know, I'm sympathetic towards the homeless, but yeah, for sure. when you're doing heroin all day long and then you're going to stick a syringe in my neck, if I go outside, it makes right. it very hard. Right. To live in those neighborhoods. So yep. I'm thinking the two places I'm thinking right now, John, is uh, one, um, Florida. Okay. And go by the old school Jews and where they all go to kind of okay. die and hopefully out there. the state of the future president of the United States, DeSantis, oh. hopefully. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. That's my... He's, uh, so sh- who are you? I know. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you don't even understand. Uh, when the pandemic first happened, he fucking hated me. He hated, not hated me, but... Oh, no. Only to- <laughs> no, I fucking... You drove me up a fucking wall. Yeah. Because you're anti-masker, right? Or, For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, fucking crazy. And, and I was, you know, I mean, but again, I think for me, my priorities <laughs> were just fucking different. Yeah. You know, and I was... Uh, yeah, I was... Yeah. Yeah. 
Now you sound. Now you're. Now I'm closer to where you were, and you sound like I did. Yeah. Well, no. I think it's there are two people that I can. Um, I don't want to say blame this for because it's not a good word for it. But attribute attribute to and educated me for are on it. One was you, yeah, and the other is Becky. Yeah, those two people. I've learned more from through this. Just yeah. and not even. But I like that you were open to it because oh, that's. I'm never that's gonna not be, but most that's, people. Yeah, no, but I'm never. That's not the way I am. Yeah. I'm always gonna be open to it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm very much like you, Adam. I, I'm very similar path that you're that you're took with this situation. Like I was like, you get your damn mask on. Yeah, and now that we're kind of a year into this, I'm like. Because Vermont, we opened up about two months ago. And nobody so died. No... Everybody lived to talk about it. Well, that's it. crazy. I was in Lake Tahoe last weekend, and it was, you go to California, nope, put a mask on. Literally, you <laughs> oh, take right, one step to the, the left, <laughs> and you're in Nevada. Nope, you're good. Casinos are open 100%. No right. problem. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so one place is Florida. Where's the other place? Las Vegas. Okay, now yes. we're talking. Yeah. I don't know if I've been priced out of uh, Las no, Vegas. No, you're fine. I'm going to hook you up with Evan Bellman from EB Luxury Properties. Nice. You uh, like how I worked that in as an, I do. Like an organic sponsor? Read? I, I do. He hooked Good. you up with uh, your pad, right? 100%. I don't know if yeah. it'll be hooked up. He got the, yeah. Yeah. But no, he, but he's he, great. He's yeah, great. Oh, he's yeah, the yeah. best. I just, he's uh, awesome. I just set him up with Rodney Pete, actually. Oh, nice. Rodney Pete's thinking about So you know my price range and you can uh, tell yeah, him what I need. And for give sure. Him my, uh, yeah. I'm going to my I'll, info. I'll connect you guys. Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm hoping. When do you think you'll. Figure it out. Like, when would you pull the trigger? Like, is this this year? Uh, in the I'm you know praying every night I go to bed. It's in the next couple of weeks that we the get divorce a has to be finalized. Which I'm I'm thinking we're getting a lot closer because okay. between all the money we've spent on these right. damn attorneys, you got to stop. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Uh, enough's I just, enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have no L A. Man, these these attorneys. I, I'm yeah. I'm calling my friends that are attorneys back in L A. And I'm just saying I can't be friends with you. I mean, they had nothing to do with this because I, I can't surround myself with yeah. attorneys anymore. They're being terrible. This. I mean, they're bloodsuckers. It's yeah. like every five hundred dollars an hour, hundreds of thousands it's, of dollars. And do they play this game with you? I realized this when I started helping out my mom with her life right. and stuff. If a lawyer emails you at nine a.m. and starts a thread, an email thread, and the emails go back and forth until five o'clock, even though those emails are 10 seconds to type, whatever, they charge you eight hours at 500 bucks a clip, 500 an hour. It's crazy. I'm like, that's nonsense. Just because one email, so you send an email at 9 a.m., another one came in at noon right after lunch, per our discussion, da 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 and then at and 3 o'clock, yes, I concur, and then 5 o'clock, oh, that, that'll be fucking $4,000. Fuck you. I call my attorney, she's amazing, and a good friend of mine who I just fired, the treadmill attorney. <laughs> Every time we did a Zoom call, she was on her treadmill. Yeah. So, you know, it's $500 an hour while you're on your treadmill. <laughs> right. I'm like, I wish I had a gig like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, we have to come to a resolution or, you know, we'll both be broke. But, yeah. And then I'm going to call it. your buddy, hopefully, yeah. in the next uh, month or two. I because love it. Because I'm going to be bi-coastal. Yeah. And uh, you'll come back to play in the World Series of Poker events, I would imagine. I'll be, Do you I'm play coming, the main event? I don't play in the main, hopefully. Why not? If you win your way in, have you tried that? I don't really know that Dude, path. it's so easy. Listen to me. Not okay. easy, but I did, I've done it twice. <laughs> no way. I've done it twice. Well, Adam, why are you laughing at this? No. Because he's done it twice. But yeah, I, uh, let me. You want me to? I'll do. I'll go quick. Okay. All right. Okay. Because um, Travis gave me the evil eye. Like it's no. Time. Are we it, time? Where are we at? It's time. Yeah. We're time. All but, right. Give me. But, give me five. Give me five to wrap. All right. So, but no. I. I. This is one of those stories with John. Just preface it by saying it rips my insides out <laughs> the pain because i know this winning? 
So I've no, 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 no. So I've wanted to play in the World Series of Poker since like 2000, since Rounders, 98. Great movie. Okay, 98. All right. So never played tournaments. Always played cash games. Never even. I always just figured like I'm not good enough to play in the World Series. Like it's fucking stupid. And certainly I'm not. I'm not spending ten thousand dollars right. to do it. Like that's fucking crazy, right? Right. So then finally, two or three years ago, so 2018, 2018, I take $150, and I'm like, I'm going to go and just play in a sit-and-go, 10-people table, one tournament, you know, just 10 people. Well, where is this? At the World Series, they have them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have them at different levels. It's like $120, uh Two hundred and seventy dollars, three hundred dollars, whatever, and winner basically. So if, if it's a hundred and twenty bucks or whatever, the winner gets a thousand dollars. But you get them in promo chips that are not. There's no cash value. They're called lammers. You get these thousand dollars. You get five hundred dollar lammers. So you have, you get two of those, and they're worth. You can use them to p- enter other tournaments, bigger tournaments. You can stand by the cashier, and as people are wanting to pay, cash yeah, it, you can you right, can you can convert them out. to cash. It's easy. So. I literally, so I sit, I go to this sit and go. I just wanted to sit and say, I played in like a World Series sit and go. Right. That's all I was trying to do. Right. Right. So I win the fucking thing. Wow, First, good for right you. Out of the That's back. not so easy to do. It's only 10 people. Still. It's, a, it's like a final table. Yeah. So I get through, all, so I win. So I'm like, fuck. So I enter another one. Same, same amount. I win that one. I'm like, holy shit. It's crazy. So I'm like, let me bump up. Because if I play the, if I play the, <laughs> if I play the, uh, the, like the $270 one, it gives me 2500 I win. So I play in that and I win. Get out of here. Three I'm in a row. three for three. I'm like, get the, f-. and it was like easy. It was, e- it wasn't even like grinding. And I was like, oh my God, these people suck. Right. Literally. I was like, fuck, am I that good? Or are they that bad? I don't know. Either way I'm winning. And in John's head, he's that good. Let's long story honest. short. Yeah, three in a row. Yes. Long story short. Before I know it, I've got $18,000 worth of these fucking promo chips. I just kept winning and leveling up. Then I played in the $500 one. You get $5,000. So I won that one. Um, I literally went, I don't remember the exact numbers. I have the tickets at home still. I won like 17 out of 20 sit and go tournaments that I entered over a seven day span. So then I like, fuck, this is incredible. So I, then I enter into a bigger tournament, like with a lot of people, like a real right. tournament, $1,500 buy and I lose. I rebuy into that one. I lose. Right. So now I get down to like 10, 10 grand and I'm like, fuck. And that is the amount for the of for the main event for the main. Yeah. Event. I've got enough for the main event. So I'm like, and I'm I'm talking texting everybody. I got the money. I'm entering the main event. I got the ten grand. I'm good. I yeah. yeah you I'm have so to. excited. So then I'm like, I go to Vanessa, my girlfriend. I'm like, realistically though, I'm not going to win the main event. Oh. Why don't I just take this ten, and I'll keep I'll convert it into like five in cash. And then the other five grand, I could enter like three smaller $1,500 tournaments. Oh, no. And just play in those. And, but if you win those, you win a million, a million bucks, whatever. So I play in those three different tournaments. I don't win. Right. And I'm like, motherfucker. And then, <laughs> and then I'm, and I don't win in the main. And I'm like watching the main on TV. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, I, I had it. A whole like 15, 20 year dream. Every poker. To play, play in this yeah. event. I made it off of $150. I got there and I didn't play. Sick to my stomach. Too bad we didn't reconnect back then because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it. allowed you to do right. that. Right. I know. I would have forced you to play I, in the main I'm event. I'm sorry. There were two of us that did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. It ain't going to fucking so, change a thing. So then, I know I'm past my five-minute wrap-up. Um, so then, five, give or take, 20. Um, so I, uh, the next year comes, I'm like, I'm not going to commit pilot error again. Fuck that, right. you know? So, oh, wait, even, even worse. Hold on, hold on, back up, back up. This is even worse. But, okay, so I, I play in those three tournaments. I don't win, right? So I'm like, fuck. So I have like remorse over it. So I still have five grand in cash, right? So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to turn that five into 10. I'll start playing those sit and goes right. again. I'll just keep playing the, you know, in the thousand dollars, in the hundred dollars sit and go, and I win a thousand bucks at a time. I mop those people up. I lose it yeah, all. It's not as easy as you thought. Not as easy as you it's thought. It's called I go, about I go getting on a run. Four. Yeah. I go 0 for 4. So I have a thousand dollars left. So I call Vanessa, girlfriend, and I go, listen, I have a thousand dollars left. I go, she's super supportive. Right. Like, and I go, does she have a sister? Or? She does. She does. But too young for take, me. Take yeah, him. It's okay. Take him. Yeah. <laughs> Check back. Um, no. Um, so I go, there's a thousand dollar sit and go. I played the 500 to the highest I played in. There's a thousand dollar sit and go. Winner take entry. all. You get the 10 grand. I'm going to play. She's like, fuck yeah, go for it. So I sit down at a thousand dollar sit and go. I don't know if Vanessa and, said, "Yeah, go for no, it." No, she did, hundred percent. So I play. I play a lot of hands. I play a lot of hands right. that you shouldn't play. Right. Like I love Jack Nine. Like I just like yeah, Jack I Nine. It. I can't help it. Right. So not. It doesn't even have to be suited. Like right. I just like Jack Nine. Whatever. Um. So, but I'm like, f I'm nervous. So I'm like, fuck, don't no. Like be. So I fold Jack Nine like early on, and. It, Flops a boat Jack, Jack, and like no. yeah, like one guy had aces. Like it would have ran it. I could have tripled up had I just played like I normally play it. So now I feel like I'm losing, even though you're fine. You know what I mean? Like poker is a mind fuck. You know it is. So, but anyway, I stay the course, and it gets down to just two guys, me and one other guy, and we're about to we take a break and we're gonna come back and go heads up. Right? He's got me three to one on chips. So I say to him. I'm getting nervous too, right? And he's like European dude, like and they're always good, right. <laughs> you know. He's definitely better than me, you know. And I know he's better than right. me. So I go, dude, like congrats, like you know, we did so good. He probably knows that as well. Mm -hmm. He's better than for me. sure. So I go, dude, how about loser? Loser gets his money back. Because I said to him, I said, yeah, you got me right now, but you know it can change in one hand. Of course. We've done so well. Whether we win 10 or 9, does it really matter? Right. Loser, let's just do a deal right now. Loser right. loser gets his money back. Right. Gets a 1000 back. You right. know? He goes, I can't do it. What Sounds like, like Drago from fucking Rocky 4, 3, whatever it is. I cannot do it. What an asshole. I can't I'm do sorry. it. So I get pissed. I go, really? <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking coming for you now. Okay? I love that. So now, first hand off the break, pocket aces. Wow. I double up. Great. Right? Second hand, I get like, I think I got pocket 10s and flopped a set or something. I fucking, so now I've got him. So now he goes, okay, loser gets, <laughs> loser gets money back. I go, uh-uh, no. that ship's sail, buddy. Really? I'm taking you out. So I beat him. Good so I get you. the 10K. So now I've gone, this is the I've, basically won, yeah. I've, I've basically won my way into the tournament three fucking times off of $150. And that's when I tell them, I'm like, I think it's still crazy. I, I'm just gonna play in smaller oh, events. So no. I play in smaller events. Like I played in like a $3,500 buy-in of $1,500, and I shoot blanks. I don't even do well. I don't even cash like nothing. So you didn't okay. learn from your last mistake. So the f next year, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna commit pilot error again. Okay. So I enter in these sit and goes. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking crush these sit and goes. I can't win one. I go like 
two for 20. Right. Like, I can't fucking win. I, can't, I don't know. Can't win. They're not easy. So I'm at the cashier buying into another one. And the girl um, that I just seen, you know, it's just like the same people working behind the thing. She's like, why don't you play? Why do you keep playing the satellites? No, she goes, why do you keep playing the sit and goes, why don't you play the satellite? And I'm like, what's the satellite? <laughs> She's like, well, this one that's it's 1400 to enter. And like the top 10%, like, um, you know, there's going to be like 150 of you that are going to win their seat. Right. She's like, you, you'll, you'll get there. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, enter that. There's like more, you have more people. Cause this, you have to be the one, like just enter that. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll try it. So I win. I win the fucking, you, you didn't come in first. No, you didn't even have to. Right. So like, I just came, I came in like one fortieth. but it was funny. I got down to, I was putting it on Instagram. I got down to like literally, you know how they say like a chip in a chair. Yeah. I got down to all I had was my big blind. I had one fucking chip and I'm like trying, you're, it gets to the point like you're, you're, you know, you're close to the bubble. You're like, Oh my God, like I just got to survive. You know, I just got to survive. I'm like, fuck, I have to play now because it comes to my big blind. I get fucking pocket aces on the big blind. I double up. I went from one chip to chip leader at my table inside of 15 minutes to then win my way into the world series. That's amazing. To the main event. You know what I learned from this? What's that? You lied to me. You said you weren't a poker player. <laughs> I mean, how many <laughs> tournaments are you winning? And you keep yeah, getting crazy. back into the yeah. final So event? I play in the main event. I wish you would lose them because in his head now, he's like the best player. I'm unstoppable. Player. <laughs> I'm, winning, I'm, I'm getting that final yeah. table this year. You yeah, make I, book know you are. I know you Fucking Phil Helmuth, I'm coming for your yeah, ass, yeah. bitch. Um, so I play in the main event, and my main event lasts 20 minutes. Sick to my stomach. Hey. You live the dream, though. Fuck. Next time you win it. Next time I'll win it. Speaking of next time, we have to go, huh? Is it over? He says yes. Well, thank you guys for letting me occupy a Hey, this was fun. Russell Peters and Bob Saget. Yes. All your other yes. famous. Um, Marcus Allen. Marcus yeah. Allen. I this feel was, honored. Thank yeah. you. And thank, thank you. you for this was fun. With me on yeah, Facebook. man. It was good. It was yeah. good. Move here. We'll hang out. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, gang. We'll see you next time. Adam's choking to death. Goodbye. Travis, it's over. Show's over. End the show, Travis.